21st century, doing something mean to it. Do it better than anybody you ever seen do it. Screams from the haters, got a nice ring to it. I guess any superhero need his theme music. No one man should have all that power. The clock's ticking, I just count the hours. Stop tripping, I'm tripping off the What's going on, everybody? This is the I am your host, Austin Krell. The Sixers off of a blowout victory over the Knicks on Wednesday uh, took court against those East-leading Toronto Raptors. Uh, there was a second of the back-to-back for the Raptors, and they are... That their strategy is to not play Kawhi in back-to-back games yet. And so they played him last night against Cleveland, which was a, a weird decision to me. But he he scored 37 points, and so they decided to give him a night off tonight, which to me was sort of them saying, we don't respect the Sixers, we don't care if he loses game because we know that we can beat him. So I wanted nothing more than the Sixers to come out and crush the Raptors by 20-plus just to make them think that, okay, this team is dangerous. If they if they can get a couple more pieces to fill in that bench, they might give us a run for our money. And that is exactly what the Sixers did tonight. They win this one 126-101. to They will not go back to Toronto again this year. Tonight, even, even tonight's game was in Philly. The next one will be in Philly, and that will be the season series. Um, the Raptors will. Uh, the Raptors drop twenty-five and ten on the year, and twelve and six away from Canada. Sixers twenty-two and twelve on the season, sixteen and three at home for the best home record in the NBA. So tonight, Wilson Chandler was out with a quad contusion, I think, and so Mike Muscala started in his spot. Muscala had. Two fouls very, very, very early in the game. It forced him to sit most of the first half, so T.J. McConnell got heavy minutes. Even Jonah Bolden got some run in those minutes as well. And quite honestly, they did, they did a really good job filling in for him. In fact, I would venture to say that they even played better than him, than, than Mike did, which it sounds harsh the way I said it, but you know, it just wasn't a good game for Mike. I don't think he matches up well enough against these stronger, more physical teams. And he's he's better suited for a uh, sort of a less athletic, floor-spacey kind of team. And that's not what the Raptors are. They, they, they want to give you body. They want to out-muscle you. And that, that, that doesn't bode well for him. And um, so, that, so they let they let Jonah Bolden run run the floor. They let TJ run, run, run the floor a little bit. They moved Ben to the small ball four. And they really played really well, I thought, in the second half. Not so much the first half, but the second half, they played really, really well. Um, so Mescala played 18 minutes, Embiid played 31, Simmons played 34, Redick 28, uh, Butler 29. Um, the starters, obviously, as per usual, Embiid was effectively your player of the game. 27 points tonight on 10 of 15 shooting. No t- no threes taken. Seems pretty clear there's a correlation between him being inefficient and him shooting threes and then him not shooting threes and him having spectacular games. 27 and 11 tonight. 
10, 11 rebounds, that is. Three turnovers. He They still they like to trap him, and then he gets flustered, and he doesn't know what to do. He travels or what have you. He throws a bad pass. and uh, But, you know, three turnovers and a blowout win is not a huge deal. Um, Miscala, four, four points in 18 minutes, four rebounds. He's been a little bit of a funk lately. Uh, he needs to just, he needs to, if anything, as he gets more uncomfortable and more in the flow of things and gets back to full health after being sick for a couple days, he needs to step up and focus on making his shots because he's getting a lot of open looks and he's not converting many of them. Um, Simmons was sensational tonight, 26 points in 34 minutes on 13 shots, 12 rebounds, two assists shy of a triple-double. Only one turnover. He's had, I think, 18 turnovers in the two games he uh, he played against Toronto earlier in the year. Obviously, Kawhi was there, and that makes a difference, but a very good improvement from Ben Simmons tonight. Only one turnover in 34 minutes. J.J. Redick was great. was the best game he's had in a couple weeks. 22 points on 7-12 shooting, 4-5 from 3. Five rebounds for him. Uh, five assists for him. Really efficient, and it helped the Sixers a ton tonight in terms of in terms of spreading the floor, shooting the ball. Jimmy played 29 minutes, had 12 points on four of 10 shooting, seven rebounds, seven assists, three steals. Um, you know, just a pedestrian game for Jimmy. Just a pedestrian game. It happens, um, and he'll he'll have. I'm sure he'll have a great game soon. Off the bench, T.J. McConnell, 28 minutes. Bolden, 25 minutes. Korkmaz, 19 minutes. Shamit, 16 minutes. Toronto's bench scored um, 35 points. The Sixers' bench scored um, 35 points. So, and they matched the bench, and I, would, I never would have thought they would have done that against Toronto. Toronto's bench is ex- excellent. But tonight, they did a good job. They matched the bench. Um how they do that though? Well, TJ had six points on three of eleven shooting, twenty-eight minutes, seven uh, seven assists. He actually, I thought, played a better game than those numbers would indicate. He also had no turnovers, which is huge. Um, and I thought he just kept the pace going. He played his hound defense and provided the energy that he usually does. And when the Sixers were reeling for a little, were reeling for a little while in the late first, early second quarter. He sort of kept that intensity up and kept them going. And then when the starters came back in, help arrived, and they quickly retook control and 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 never looked back from there, really. Uh, Bolden, I I said Embiid was the player of the game because how could you not be player of the game with 27 and 11? Jonah Bolden was sensational tonight. Four points, 25 minutes, nine rebounds, four blocks. I wasn't looking for him to score a ton because, you know, the baskets are going to come. He's not getting consistent playing time, so just sort of it's difficult to find a rhythm with it like that. He did miss a couple layups, which was not good, but I was really impressed with his rebounding and his defense and his blocks. He had four tremendous blocks in the first half. It led to the Sixers on fast break, and that effectively um, put the, put the game in their favor when things were looking not great for a while. Fracon Korkmaz provided a lot of good, uh, provided some good shooting off the bench. 16 points on six of nine shooting, two of five from three, four rebounds, three steals, one turnover, no fouls. 
pretty good game for for for, for Maz. Although obviously uh, two of five from three is not anything to write home about. He they, he did make those shots when they needed a run. There was one play where they were where the rap they had been up sixteen for a while. Raptors cut it to seven. Korkmaz pumped it to three, stepped in and stroked to two, and it just sort of like restored some energy, restored some order a little bit. It quieted Toronto. Also a play where it was like a turnover, I think, and Raptors were going to go the other way. They're going to cut into the lead. They were been on a run. Reddick got it back, got it to Furkan. Furkan pumped fake, stepped back, took a three, nailed it at the shot clock buzzer, sort of deflated the Raptors in that third quarter. And... Overall, really um, not a bad game for Furkan. I don't trust him in, in those you know, in playing heavy minutes against a team like Toronto because they're so athletic, they're so big, they're so versatile. But 16 points off the bench for this team is sensational for anybody. Then in garbage time, oh, and Shamit played 16 minutes. He looked to be like in the middle of another one of his rookie games, three points on one of five shooting. One assist, one turnover, four fouls. This is this is not a matchup that bodes well for him because a he's too he's too not he's not bulky enough yet to hold court against players who are quicker and more athletic and bigger on the Raptors. Um, so that didn't you know that wasn't a good matchup for him coming in and predictably he did not play well. In four, uh, then Demetrius Jackson, Shake Milton, and Amir Johnson all played four minutes. Amir had one point, one steal. Um, Demetrius had. Two assists and a foul. Shake Milton came in and immediately hit a three. Five points for him, two steals. I would seriously consider giving him some more playing time because his bench is so thin. And I think he'd give you something that, um, quite frankly, they don't have off the bench. I I do like his game. I think he can play. So where was this game decided? This game was decided, surprisingly, and... I guess tonight, not so surprisingly, because they didn't have Kawhi or Serge Ibaka, who, or Jonas Valanciunas, who kills the Sixers off the bench. Um, and, you know, the, the two of their best, a couple of their best rebounders. The Sixers were plus 12 overall on reba- rebounds. They crushed the Raptors in, on defensive glass. 16. Out, they out-rebounded them by 16 on the defensive glass. Um... What that means is that they held Toronto to one shot on 16 extra possessions. And they were able to run and get their own baskets and build that lead up. They weren't giving up too many second chance points. I think the Raptors the, the Raptors only only got eight offensive rebounds. So when you factor that in, that's 16 possessions where the Sixers were, were getting a stop holding them the one shot, coming down and executing and getting their own shot. Sixers only had 11 turnovers tonight, so they were coming down and, and they weren't being, you know, they were being sloppy, but they weren't turning it over. They were, they were getting that those, those those looks and they, were, and they were cashing them in. And that pays dividends against a team like this because you can't afford to not cash in on the opportunities that they give you. Assists, Sixers outpassed them by a, a, by a mile. Um, 33 assists for the Sixers, 17 for Toronto. Uh, the offense was pretty much stalled because they were so reliant on Fred Van Vliet and Kyle Lowry. Um, 
there's a lot of ISO, a lot of sort of navigating navigating the pick and roll and deciding on that. Not a lot of dump off to the roller, a lot of ISO scoring and attacking the basket, courtesy of Pascal Siakam. And little ball movement means the Sixers don't have to defend too energetically. And ultimately, it, you know, it suffocates the offense when you don't pass the ball because no one's moving. The defense isn't working too hard. They can, they can close out better. They can defend you with more energy. And it really suffocates you. And so I thought the Sixers took great advantage of that tonight. And they, just, they came out and they shot the ball well. For the game, they shot 26 of 35 from the free throw line. Good for 74%. Raptors shot 17 of 19 for 89%. Um, Sixers shot 8 of 24 from 3. Raptors shot 10 of 40. But the Raptors overall shot 37 of 95, good for 39%. And the Sixers shot 46 of 85, good for 54%. And that comes back to the defensive rebounding and holding them to one shot. 37 of 95 is good for 58 misses. And that means that you are holding them and they're missing a lot of shots or you're, you're holding them to, to those misses coming down, hitting a shot, executing, boom, pin down, um, pick and pop. Um, you know, you're isolate, you're, you're, you're backing smaller defenders down in the paint and getting them low and you're making easy layups. And that's how the Sixers took them out of the game. One thing I, I do want to say, because, you know, it's a great, it's a great win because this team is, this team is very, is very viable. Um, I think the referees in the NBA are just God awful. I mean, they are really terrible. And tonight they really flexed that and showed that because, a, they just missed a plethora of calls against the Sixers. Or no, sorry, against um, Toronto. The Sixers got, got, got hit a thousand times that I saw, didn't make the calls. Sixers would, would, would then, you know, uh, uh, there'd be a call of equal magnitude they'd call against the Sixers. And then they respond by, when the, when the Sixers react, they tech them up. And that's just a bullshit way of refereeing a game. That's fucked up. Um, you don't tee up a guy for reacting to your shit call. What you do is you say, my bad, and then you come back down and you make a call that's bad for the other team in the favor of a team that you just victimized, and then it goes back and forth. But you don't escalate the situation by giving a technical foul to the player who you just screwed over with your bad call, and you cover your own ass. That, that's not how that works. Um, it's the wrong way to referee a game. That's why people don't like referees. Another human, I know, I, know, I know that they make mistakes, but the way to do it, the correct way, the correct way and the non-fraudulent way to do it is say, my bad, I got you. And then next time there's a questionable decision, call it in another team's favor. Um, but and for a while, it, I, thought that, I thought that it would factor in the game for a little while because Raptors have been down 16. They called a couple of bad calls in the Sixers. They teed up Ben Simmons for some bullshit. Raptors came back out of to within 10, and then the Sixers really turned on the heaters and, and, and put them away. So ultimately, it didn't cost them too much. I just thought it was a really badly ref game, and it was overmatched referees. And 
I think the unions need to do a, be- need to do a better job because in any under in any other industry in the world, um, in any other industry in the world, if you if you make a mistake and you try to cover yourself up, you get in trouble. If you do it, if you cover yourself up the wrong way instead of saying I'm wrong, I'll fix this. You get in trouble. And I just think that that's just atrocious because these guys play hard. They deserve so much better. And you're going to cover your own ass. Nah. Nah. Right way to do it is to say, my bad, I got you. And then still a little touchy foul on the other end or there's a, there's a, there's a, there's a questionable call, call the other way. And then next time the other team misses a call, you give it to the other team, and then it goes back and forth. That's the real way to do it. Um, but nonetheless, the Sixers win this one, one twenty six to one hundred one, and they'll be back in action. Oh, I didn't want to say this. I'm glad they won by twenty five because if they hadn't won by that kind of a margin. They don't won by four. The narrative would have been, well, they barely won. They didn't have Kawhi. So, this, you know, this is not a good win. I wanted them to kick the Raptors' teeth in tonight because the narrative isn't like, oh, they didn't have Kawhi. Of course they won. They're doing their job. They came out there and they crushed them. And it makes you think that maybe they do need Kawhi to win. Maybe the Sixers are one, couple, one or two pieces away from really challenging and I just, you know, if it was a loss, it would have been a terrible loss because they didn't have Kawhi. If they won by five, it would have been a terrible win because they didn't have Kawhi. A blowout is what a good team does. They come out, they take care of business, they execute, and they blow out a team that they know they should blow out. And the narrative should be the Sixers took care of business like any team would. If 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 uh, if Toronto didn't have Kawhi and Golden State play them, Golden State should kick their asses. That wouldn't be an indictment on Golden State, though. They would never do that. They would they would say Golden State's the greatest team ever, or the best team in the league, yada yada yada. And they would they would continue to do that. No, the narrative for the Sixers is, well, they do what they're supposed to do. So I'm glad that the Sixers took care of business and did what they're supposed to do. They, they did their job, and they crushed them without their best player, which they should. So, with that note, Sixers will play on. Christmas Day versus those pesky Boston Celtics who are coming alive now. Celtics lost to the Bucks last night on their own floor in Boston, so I would expect them to come out hot, ready to go. However, there will be no um, Aaron Baines, no Al Horford, no... Um, Marcus Morris, I don't think. Well, I could be wrong about that. So I'll look for, you know, you, that would be a great game to get a win, too, in, on Christmas in Boston, just because I, I can't stand the Celtics. But, you know, enjoy this win for now, and we'll we'll be back here on Christmas Day talking it up after, after that, after that, hopefully that win on Christmas. Do you like shotgunning beer? Want to increase your shotgunning time at parties? Check out our boys at the King Cobra. The King Cobra is a shotgunning tool 
that is also a tab puller, vent puncher, and all fits on a keychain. For more, for more information about the King Cobra, check out the King Cobra on Instagram at the King Cobra Co. That's the King Cobra Co. Cobra Co. with a K. For a 10% discount on all products, enter the code TRUSTTHECOBRA10, all caps, all one word. Pick up yours today. The feed to Embiid and its name is protected by U.S. copyright laws. Reproduction and redistribution without, the feed, without my written permission is prohibited. Copyright the feed to Embiid 2018. Sixers, Sixers winning tonight, 126 to 101. They improved to 16 and 3 at home, 22 and 12 overall. They will be in Boston on Christmas Day for some action against the Celtics. And I pray to God, one thing I ask for for Christmas is a win on, on Christmas Day. I pray to God I get that gift. So we'll see you after that. It's a 5.30 tip-off. And thank you for tuning in to the Feed to Embiid.